Do you remember it's like an 800 y'all, y'all remember in the beginning of the season two we were like yo we finna have guests and then we were just like nah fuck guests no. <laughs> we said nah that's all about us that's it <laughs> but we we, we just we decided to grow as individuals first and as a group we just trying to we just trying to master our chemistry and i feel like we you got did? it you know what i'm saying we peaked and i know y'all listened to last episode we peaked last episode who's and we? we gonna keep peaking who's we you no that's Who's we? That's a lot of people. I never, okay. I haven't hit my peak, mommy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, we came spicy today. All right, my yeah, fault. Don't, don't listen. You ain't pick. You ain't peak either. We growing. We still growing. We will continue you're to right. grow. You're right. You're right. You're right. That's what you're I'm right. saying. Right. But like I you're said, right. welcome to the welcome to the finale. We gonna you're close saying? this shit out with some Eagles talk, and you already know some Sixers talk because there's a lot of shit to get through. So. I think fortunately or unfortunately, no, it's like it's unfortunately. I mean, mostly, right? Like, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. You're right. My fault. My emotions. My emotions is getting the best of me. I apologize. Go ahead, B. So you know, (laughs) I I think I think we were all here for a Thursday. Thursday felt like a a Philly holiday. You know what I'm saying? Philly trifecta. You know what I'm saying? Like it it was like the the fucking y'all know the, the trifecta from fucking. The Legend of Zelda was it a Triforce or whatever the fuck? We had no, but keep the, going with the analogy. You, you know what I'm saying? But whatever. <laughs> it don't matter. Phillies played one on Thursday. Sixers closed out the series with Toronto. Uh fuck Toronto on a side note, but we'll get to that later. Um but the, the most important part of the week, and I'm a huge football head, is the fucking NFL draft. Now in the NFL draft, you know, we, we had two picks in the first round. And uh, we went for Jordan Davis for the first pick as a replacement for Fletcher Cox. I mean, he's not, everybody knows he's going to take the, the reins that Fletcher Cox is going to leave behind. We only signed him for an extra year. Um, so Jordan Davis is set to take up that role. Then we traded our second pick for A.J. Brown from the True. Titans. Oh. Like, <laughs> Like, Dude's like 24. Think... Dude's like 24. Crazy fact is that there's a player in the draft that's older than AJ Brown. Which is which is wild as all can get out. And obviously, like, you know, we picked up Nicobe Dean in the third round, which is another another steal. If you guys pay attention or if anybody pays attention to college football, Georgia won the national championship last year, beating Alabama, who's Alabama's like the Patriots the of college house, football. The powerhouse. The powerhouse. Yeah, Nick Saban. Nick Saban repeats every single year. But every every football analyst and, and, you know, every football head, they've witnessed the greatness, which is Georgia football, being possibly the all-time greatest defense of, of college football history. And we got two of their best players. We got N'Kobe Dean and, and you know, Jordan Davis. The thing about Nicobe Dean, why he felt so low, is he had a, a, a injury with his pectoral muscle and, and a couple of knee injuries, but still doesn't take away the talent that that kid has. But 
Man, what y'all think, man? I think I think with Howie, we probably have to give him the respect he deserves and the flowers because after passing up on Justin Jefferson and DK Metcalf, you know, I think the fan base, us as a fan base are starting to get real, real tired and, and you know, pointing to the door with Howie. But do you guys think he redeemed himself? And, and you know, do you think Howie's back on Team Philly? There was a time that we thought he was Team Dallas with the shit that he was doing. But what y'all think? I think it's uh, I think as hard as it is to ever give Howie any fucking credit for what he does right. I think these are one of the times where we can all I think as a collective, as a fan base, say, you know, Howie, you didn't fuck this up. You actually made some smart choices in the people that you drafted. I know that Cam Jurgens, the center from Nebraska. I know Jason Kelsey was like raving about him saying I've watched tape on him. I think this is the dude that's like built to carry the offense, obviously, after he goes, although I wish he could play forever. We grabbed that tight end out of SMU, which I think was a dub, kind of the eagle prototype tight end, big athletic white guy who can catch the ball. Blocking is a little sush, but he could catch the ball. And in our system, that's going to thrive. I just I'm happy that. And across the board over the internet, I've seen our our draft get like an A or an A plus yeah. across everywhere, everywhere. Which is like, it's weird to see. I'm retweeting this shit. And I'm like, damn, we did have a good draft. Like this was kind of weird because I feel like yeah. year after year we're disappointed. Like, damn, we should have got X over Y. Oh, damn, we made a big fucking L in who we drafted. And this year it felt like we we walked away with a huge dub, and I, and I'm happy. Yeah, I read somewhere that the theme of the draft this year for us was friendship because A.J. Brown is really good friends with uh, Jalen Hurts. They were just working out together last week. Like, Oh, connection. I just, I think for me, what this draft shows me is that they really are like committed to to Jalen for at least this season. And I think that that's only fair because I really don't think that he got the opportunity like to really like I just consider last season his rookie season because he didn't really play he played garbage minutes like when we still had Carson and he looked really good but I don't think we really had enough time for him to develop I think last season was a good start he showed us that like when it comes down to it he can buckle down but obviously there's still a lot of room for improvement and growth and I'm really happy that it seems that that's like where we're going this season and then we can evaluate whether or not it makes sense to move on after this season now that he you know has some weapons so I'm looking forward to this season and I don't know like I love football season it's it's something about football Sunday it's something about it that feeling Mm -hmm. that you know you got the one o'clock the four o'clock and then the eight o'clock game but I definitely think this year with Jalen Hurts really coming into his second full year I think we should just open up the offense. We got two of the fastest wideouts at the X and the Y. We got Dallas. We got Miles. We got Kenneth Gainwell. We got some ballers on this team. We can yeah. open it. Yes. The fuck we yep. got JJ Arthago White. No, I'm just kidding. Shut the fuck up. You know, I was I was trying to get past this I'm Eagles talk without having to bring his butt I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> And I think uh, last year we we ran the ball a lot to protect Jalen 
at times. I mean, I think we were what, top five in running last year. Like, yeah, because we had some decent blocking, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. And I think, hey, from JJ, yeah. Sirianni, let's open it the fuck <laughs> up. Let's let's get these bombs out. We got too fast. The way he's fuck. ignoring me, the way Flacco was just like, "Yo, I shut fu- the I fuck up." I fucking love up. it how he just kept going. <laughs> yeah, he was just like, "I know, I know, she ain't said that fucking name again." <laughs> I just can't. He really, we really put so much playing. stock into him. Nah, I'm just you, since you brought it up. Just we playing. put so much damn stock into him, and what has he done but be so a subpar? Sorry special teams player he's not even someone i trust oh, on special teams i was Fucking just tall as shit I was, for no reason i was just like, playing so, i was just playing on a on a side note with, with niggas with jay in their name fucking jalen rager uh deleted the eagles uh off his uh his instagram and just deleted everything his profile picture and just every, left everything good he needs to get and the i'm step. glad and i'm glad but the shit is it's just like you know it, it's just not a it's not a good look you know what i'm saying because you're already giving up on the team that really hasn't given up on you yet and they asked howie they're like you know what what's going on with Jalen rager is, is he you know one foot out the door or are you guys looking to trade him Howie being, you know, respectful and, and professional is just like, hey, man, he, he's still an eagle. Jalen Rager is still an eagle. I don't want him to be an eagle, but evidently, you know, I don't know. Dude's being such a such a crybaby, but He whatever. just got to go. He got to go. He got to get the stuff go. in. He got to go. And he hey, go. We you, got weapons. You, you could earn your spot, earn your role, earn your, like earn a spot. Why, why are you getting so in your fields? That's football. This, you professional football. <laughs> But that's the thing. Like, he, he's a stud when it comes to practice. Like, we, we've seen the highlights with Jalen Rager in practice. Man's making one-handed catches. He's practice fucking eating cool. defenses up. But he's a practice He's a practice, practice star. But when it comes to the game, bro, only, he can't even get one catch in, bro. So sorry. I, think that, I mean, honestly. And I think the only thing that scares me really on the team right now, I mean, we picked up some linebackers. We got most of the ones returning from last year, which was – you know, a subpar group, but with our additions of Hassan Ruddick, um, Kazir White, Kazir White, I think we're going to make moves there. We're going to have finally a linebacking hey, core we can we rely have, on. We have a deep, deep, deep linebacking core now because we got TJ Edwards, Kazir White, Hassan Reddick, Nicobe Dean, Sean Bradley, I mean, Sean Bradley, and then we Good picked names. another dude up from Kansas too. But like, we don't really have. Any DBs, any safeties. I mean, yeah. Darius Slay, honestly, top five in the league. But we got um, Wallace back there and Epps, Mar- Mar- Marcus Epps. I mean, are we really saying he's a starter in the league right now? Like, mm-hmm. honey, hopefully, how he said members- he got a how he said he got belief. He got he he got a higher like. Uh, we should have went for honey. Yeah. Badger. We should have went for Honey Badger. There's the I mean, the door's still not closed there. There's yeah, the it's an opportunity. Closed. I really think so. I just er- I read earlier that Howie was saying, oh, like, we have a more positive view of the, you know, of the safety room, like, at this position and stuff, like, then maybe it's perceived. I mean, but, you know, how Maybe Gannon is doing something. Maybe Gannon out here working let me just say, magic. Let me just, say, let me just say, Carson Wentz's meltdown in 2020 <laughs> is the best thing to happen to this franchise since Super Bowl 52, if you think about it, because... Let's, if we look at the the last two years, like trades and shit, we traded Carson Wentz in a 2021 first rounder, right? Talk and about it. That yep. turned into AJ Smith, 
uh-huh. Devonta or AJ Smith, AJ Brown, Devonte Smith, and a 2023 first rounder and a 2024 second rounder. Like the value there is crazy. Um, I don't know if y'all saw the Commanders. Move, the Commanders <laughs> drafted a quarterback in the fifth round, and, <laughs> and and Ron Rivera said he had a he gave Carson a heads up because you know he a baby boy who need his handheld. He was like, just letting you know, like it's just for development. Like you're my number one. Like don't worry about my side girl. You're that team's gonna one. implode. That team's going to implode. I can't this wait. Year. I can't wait. And we're gonna worst team in our division. Take, two, take two wins. Take two wins from them this year. Thank you. Thank you. Period. Period. Stamp it. But excited for Eagles season. And you know, transitioning to our other love, our very deep, deep love with a, a wound that I think is still ripped open. Mm-hmm. And and that's talking about the Sixers in this playoff run right now that we're in. The closing out game against Toronto. (sighs) Yeah, I I got a, I got a few things to say. I got a few things to say. I got to get it off my. It's tough. It's tough. This is the last time I'm gonna say this on this podcast until it's officially announced. Joel Embiid is the MVP of this league. We can't. We literally cannot continue to walk around and act like he's not. Without Joel Embiid, this team is nothing. And I mean. Don't get me wrong, like, sure, James Harden is all right, but he's not Joel Embiid. This is not his team. James Harden doesn't have the same step that he did in Houston. He's not bad. He a step up from Ben Simmons because he's actually doing a little something-something. But to be clear, without Joel Embiid, this team is just all right. Like, they are just yeah. okay. And the fact that we dropped two in a row to Toronto – says nothing about our team because that's not the way we've been playing basketball. I think those were just really sloppy games, and they – we're just like, nah, like whatever, we'll we'll dick around and shit. And really, they should have closed it out. And if they did, we probably wouldn't be in the predicament where we are. And it's just really frustrating that for once, Joel is in shape. He played more. He's I, I finally at a point where he's played more games than he hasn't in the NBA. Like he's like dedicated himself to his craft and he's playing some of the bas- best basketball a big has ever played only to be fucking elbowed in the face and break his fucking orbital shit again. The second time o- over a cheap shot that let me just say Canadians were cheering for. And everyone was talking about how Canadians are nice. This and the third, no fuck them and fuck Toronto fuck them. and fuck all fuck them. And fuck Siakam. Fuck, fuck, fuck them. them. And honestly, yep. for me, I keep seeing, I keep seeing online, like, oh, like, why was Joel Embiid in the game this down the third? There was nothing wrong with him being in the game still. He shouldn't have got hit in the face. That's not his fault. Like, that's not his fault. And Doc, Doc wasn't going to know this when he was going to throw a fucking elbow. Would it have been nice for him to sit on the bench? Sure. But, like, this team, without Joe on the on the court, am I sure that they weren't going to score 30 in four minutes? No, I'm not. I'm like, I'm not. Like, if I'm being honest. I mean, there's, again, hindsight, especially with sports, is 2020. Of course, if Joel wasn't in the game, he wouldn't have got elbowed. But, of course, the assumption isn't going to be, like you said, that he gets completely yonk, yonk right in his face and he shatters bones. And he even said it in a post-game interview. Hey, I he think he, he broke, really, his like, face, yeah. broke his face. Now, he's out indefinitely. He's probably at minimum. And if we continue past round two, maybe a month from now. Nah, be Pete, they're saying, nah, they're nah, saying nah, that nah. he might play the home games in Philly. They're saying he's going to sit out games one and two. And for me, I'm just like, 
it's not worth uh, for me it's not i'm sorry and forgive me to everybody who disagrees but like it's not worth it to me to like try to chase a chip and put him in the game and put him at more risk like do, that's do not we fair do we want the chip? Do we want the chip or him to extend his career a year or two? I just, I, I, I don't I, think, I don't think it's worth it. I don't I, think it's I, worth putting it in harm's way. I like, I don't. I, in my mind, am ruling him out for the entire playoff run. That's just me being on the again. I'm gonna always take the caution side, the me more negative side. I don't want to see him on the court. What if he does wear a mask, gets smashed again, and then what? Then what? Yeah, it's going to be a physical series. It. He would have to be guarding um, Bam, Bam on that other team. Yeah. And he's a problem. He's a he's Bam a problem. problem. Now I'm seeing it in my head. We have Harden. And who's the two that were, are as much as I want to rely on Maxi, He's still very, very young. He stepped up to the plate, but he's very young. The deeper these playoffs go, I would like someone with more experience, more ability to dominate like Joel. Sometimes Maxi can get lost for two to three quarters and then blow yeah. up for one quarter. Yeah. So then what? It's Toby next. He's he's been playing, he's been playing all right. He's been playing pretty good. He's been playing pretty good. He's been playing all right. You say, okay, Maxi is my third, and then at four, what? Danny? When he's on, because sometimes he'll airball two threes back to back. But then think, he'll score 18 yeah. and a quarter. I think this will be like the moment for James Harden to really step up now that he's going to be in more control of the ball. Like, I don't know, man. Who's our big right now? Uh, Paul Reed. Paul Reed and DeAndre DeAndre Jordan. Uh, DeAndre can't even move. What happened to Paul Millsap? That's a great question. Hazim just. Question. You know what I mean? Like we got him in a trade. He's also like forty-five him. though. Him and DeAndre are both like forty-five. I know, they but both I, I make up two knees. But he at least he at least could like hit a little mid-range. He, he, got he could also hit mid-range. threes. He could also hit threes though. That's what I'm saying. But like, I think this is gonna be James Harden's opportunity to really step so. up and dominate. A super, he's a superstar for a reason. Yeah, I just man. I feel like Joel has given his all to this city. And what I'm not about to ask of him is to go in there with a broken face just so we could get a chip. Yo, fuck the chip. Like, I care about Joel and B more than I care about a championship. Like, that, like, that's a Philly dude. Like, that is a Philly bull. Like, he fucking, after we lost last year, my man was walking around Margate with his baby. Like, Insane. he's a Philly bull. He's a Philly bull. Like, I'm just, it's just not worth it to me. It's not. I- I will say this, this culmination of moments, the the high that was that Thursday in Philly sports to then instantly be humbled the next day with the Joel injury. It was the most Philly sports moment, the Roller most coaster. on-brand moment. Yeah. Emotions high, running high, nothing can stop us. And then instantly we're just like two-piece right in the chest. And you're like, all right, let me let me relax. But again, I'm very excited for this series against the Heat. It's going to be a bloodbath. It, we have to be physical the entire time. Mm-hmm. We can't let Bam eat because if we let Bam eat, he's going to walk away with like 20 rebounds. We just can't let it happen. Uh, fuck Jimmy Butler. I'll say it here. Don't care. Fuck him. <laughs> uh, he's like the biggest fake tough guy ever. He, I feel like he'd be trying to lean into it too much. Doesn't feel authentic. Fuck him. Uh, fuck Kyle Lowry. Uh, fuck Tyler Hero. Um, 
Shout out to that white boy, the skinny one, though, that can shoot a three. Duncan, shout out to him. Duncan Robinson. Yeah, shout out to him. He Everybody. lost 15 pounds one season right before, and, you know, he was playing the best basketball of his life. Uh, my source is Brenda. <laughs> she, Certified. Nah, Blue, she, check mark. She, Blue check mark. Brenda know about Duncan Robinson. Fuck out of here. Damn. I don't know. I'm like... It's tough. It, it kind of feels like our shit was stolen from us. Like, our chance was, like, kind of, like... Because this makes things a lot harder. Like, a yeah. lot harder. And that, and, like, did y'all hear the commentator, too? Oh, like, he deserved that, this, that, and the third. Like, I know I know you did not open your dumbass mouth and say that and then get mad when Philly fans are on your ass about it. I feel like we keep getting the, the narrative that we're the shit fans. Isn't like, it crazy, Every though? time. Isn't it crazy? Every time. And it's like, we're passionate. We're with every sport we will ride every bit of emotion from beginning to end but we have an expectation for people who play it for philly put on our colors you know wear the name of our city across their chest but there have been instances especially in the nba the last couple years that have shown there are a lot of shittier fans cheering on injuries like unnecessary plays we're not always the bad guys hey Sometimes we are assholes, but that's part of our charm that we're assholes, but we also love the hell out of things. Right. It's just, it's, I, I'm, I'm over it. There, I mean, but, but I mean, like, what can y'all say about, like, what can y'all say about, like, Boston too? Because Boston's the same way. Like, oh. bro, Boston, and they racist as shit, but nobody gives them <laughs> shit. Like, bro, Boston fans are racist as shit, and nobody gives them anything. But then when we say something, we're like trash fans. Like, and that's why I love Joel so much because he kind of like became the spirit of Philly. Like, like that's a Philly bull. He's a Philly bull. Like the fact that oh. he was in Toronto and people were booing him and he goes, shut the fuck up. Fuck you to the fans. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. I was like, bro, yes, say more. Bro. Nah, fuck them. That, that for me, the defining Joel shit of the series, I said it, I said it before, but it was when he was like, and what? Fuck out of here! Like, um. Also, let's just. I just want to make a note too. Uh, special mention: New York fans are also fucking terrible. Ah, Mets fans were like fighting oh, yeah, with, yeah. with Philly fans, and then we're fighting against each other like a bunch of dickheads. Like fucking bozos, yo. yo. Fucking lazy bums. Yeah, but all right, so. If the Sixers weren't going to be the ones to win the chip, who you think taking it off? Uh, yeah, I don't want to say it, man. And I feel like Flacco's going to say it. Man, <laughs> I, I think Milwaukee. <laughs> like, I'm going to say Milwaukee's going to repeat. I think, think Milwaukee's going to repeat, man. Like, I just, I can't mm. see nobody in the, I mean, like, it's probably going to be Phoenix and Milwaukee again. <sighs> I'm uh I'm definitely I would love with... to see the Suns. I would love to see the Suns take it. Is it because you like Chris Paul? Is that it? I like it Chris, Chris Paul, Paul and I like and I like Devin Booker too. I, I do, I fuck Chris with him. I, I like Devin Booker. I love Chris I Paul. Like Chris Paul. I, lo- I like I him. That's the point, God. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I fuck with Chris Paul. I really fuck with uh Mikhail Bridges. I really fuck with Devin Booker. Um I don't like feel no type of way about DeAndre Ayton 
or like Cam Johnson or anything like that. But I really do fuck with those three with, with Mikhail and and okay. Dev and Chris. And I don't know. I just feel like they worked really hard. I just feel like they worked really, really hard. Like when was the last time the Suns were dead ass good? Like, think about it. You saying What's that because like- your 2K team is the Suns. Oh, nah. is, this, is it? Oh, is this coming to light? That's interesting. Well, no. <laughs> I mean, a little 2K bias. <laughs> yeah, well, no, because I, I played for Atlanta and then they traded me to Phoenix, but that don't got shit to do with it. I also like I like that Devin Booker is Hispanic and he doing his fucking thing. Respect. I, did, no, I didn't know I you hated people. That. I didn't know Brian hated Oh, damn. People. See, you know, I, it, nah, nah, because I, I, I was rocking interesting. with the Pelicans. I was rocking with the Pelicans. Interesting. So, you know, Jose Alvarado was put in a Chris Ball in his fucking place. Interesting. No, that's uh-huh. fair. So, so B, you got Milwaukee. Rez, you got the the Suns taking it, or at least that's, that's what you. My, I, that's what I want. That's what I. That's want. what you want. For me, I I I I can't give just one answer. I'm split. The one part of me says Milwaukee's gonna win it. Like you can't stop Giannis in a seven game series. It it's literally impossible. He it's two steps to the cup from the three point line. It's also the, just it's to me that's just like really annoying. Like. I, that he's so brolic, you know what I mean? Like he literally bulldozed <laughs> he his way. Big as shit. Yeah, his <laughs> arms, his arms could touch his ankles. That makes yeah. no sense to me. Yeah. And then when he gets his little three-point shot working, and Chris Middleton starts going off, he could drop fifty any night too. Giannis with his with his janky ass shot. <laughs> that shit is so Ooh, ugly. Shit. And then that he'll shit go is home so and eat Oreos like it's nothing. Right. He, He's so regular. I love it. He's so regular. So that's who I think logically probably is going to win. Who I wish would win or have a, hey, that'd be pretty tough because of the story would be the Grizzlies. Oh, I oh, fuck yeah. with the Grizzlies too. I fuck, I with, fuck John, with the Grizzlies. Bro, John yeah, Morant. So it's hard <laughs> not to like John Morant and his pop. Yeah. That see, combo for me. Yeah. Okay. Oh, also, sure. I'm so happy that they pieced out the fucking the Minnesota uh well, I don't even know what they call it, the Wolves. Yeah. Dick yo, Cat, I, I yo, I really them. wanted to I really wanted to like Cat and I just don't. I don't fuck with him. He get on my fucking nerves. All. His stupid little chance. voice. Cat, when did Cat get all this Pat Bev energy? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, he, did he you see like last Dick year? Eater. Did y'all hear his mic'd up shit Dick when he was just saying, and I said, we got to come tell her, yeah, you're in Minnesota now and we're going to do our thing. Like, what? Why you sound like that? Yeah, and then they love. Come to Minnesota now. <laughs> yeah, noodle. And then they were up 30 and he was doing this. And Josh said, all right, yeah, watch this. Yeah, just hit the gritty over day grades. It's all right. Corny, okay, loved it. They're so Fucking corny. But yeah, I, love, I love T too. T Morant, that energy. I need that in my life. For it's sure. a good John. It's a good John. So I think it's gonna be the Bucks ultimately. But that underdog story, I won't lie. I put some money on the on the on John Morant to lead to a kind of one time championship run. I could feel it. All right, so I'm gonna support or. you with that. I'm gonna support you with that. I'm with That's you. what I think. That's the thing. But I think again, there's a lot of likable teams in the West because, yeah. like, even though Golden State went on the Patriots, like, run a couple years ago, like, I'm really happy for Clay, And I love Steph. He's a likable guy. He's he's I a likable guy. Hey, Clay, weird as shit, man. Clay's fucking <laughs> weird. <laughs> they all kind of goofy. That Golden State team, they all a little bit goofy. I don't know. I, like, I wouldn't be upset. Ride. I like, like I wouldn't be upset lot, if they won. Jordan Poole, Jordan Poole's a dog. 
Oh, he's yeah. he's he's a monster. He's a I monster. mean, now that I'm like now that the nuts have been pieced out because they're fucking trash. Um, now I can return to my hatred of the Celtics. Yeah, fuck them. I hope they get so. Swallowed, I hope Milwaukee, you know, pieces them out in this round. They playing them right now, and Milwaukee's up eight with uh just under ten left in the fourth quarter. So there we go. Let's start. We gonna see. I would love to see it. Like, I'm not going to lie. Celtics playing inspired basketball right now in terms of, like, their defense. Like, they're playing much less uh, selfish. So, I don't know. They've been, like, really fun to watch in terms of, like, just sheer basketball. Yeah. But I hope they lose. So Absolutely. Every time. They did what I needed them to do with Brooklyn, and now I'm going to need Milwaukee to do what I need them to do. (laughs) And that's it. Period. (laughs) Period. Stamp it. But yeah, y'all. It's been a it's been a wild season. We we touched on a lot of shit, you know. It's crazy. While always staying focused on our one true love, Philly Sports. As always. As the fuck always. Some sickos, man. Y'all already know season three coming in hot with a vengeance. So we'll see y'all early. We'll see y'all early this summer with some new heat. Peter alert. Take that time if you haven't listened to all our episodes to catch, catch up. up. Binge that shit. It's good. We, we in the we gym. Good, yeah, in the shower. In the shower. When you walking them dogs. At the dog At work. When you walking yourself. Yourself. Yup. Yup. When you in the car. When you going to Wawa. Playing the video games. Yup. Maybe not COD because you know you better have that surround sound audio so you can know who's around. But you know, if you're playing 2K, you don't need the basketball sound. You don't need to hear the same you know, audio commentators. Sound, you know? When you're you going to Wawa, when you're going to do some comprita, you know, uh, some yeah, listen to some little giggles. Get your little giggles here and there. You're saying? Thank you for supporting us through season two. Appreciate it. Love you. We'll be back early summer with season three. We out. Deuces. Pieces. <laughs>